Welcome to MCSO Behind the Badge, an inside look at the Monroe County Sheriff's Office in Rochester, New York, under the leadership of Sheriff Todd Baxter. We're going to talk about what drives us, our leadership culture, our police work, and share some stories of the great deputies and civilian staff that work with us. We're going to talk with interesting guests, and we're going to invite you to engage in the conversation or just sit back, relax, and listen in. Now let's get in pursuit of today's show. Welcome back, folks. This is episode, geez, I lost numbers, somewhere around 100, I think, aren't we, Tiz? <laughs> We're up there, sir. Yeah, I mean, we are up digits. there. It's yeah. amazing. Talking to our dear friends from the Center for Youth, Elaine Spall. How are you, ma'am? I'm great. It's great thank, to have you here. Thank you, Sheriff. Thank you for, yeah. for and, inviting uh, us. And we're happy to look at each other and be yeah. present and sort of smile at each Spend other. Spend some time it, together, it, right? It's, it's been awesome. too long. It been has. Too long. Thank you. And uh, we're going to dive deep into uh, the Center for Youth, the history there, and, and your experiences as it grows, and yeah. teen court, and a lot to go over here. But I think uh, Uncle Tiz wants to introduce his niece here. So oh, yeah. That's the second guest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the record, I just, uh, <laughs> I just I was told that before, but I guess I got a short-term memory. I didn't remember. That's true. <laughs> well, I got, I got a special guest today, and my uh, my niece, uh, had since, since she was a little baby, uh, Tyshana Clark here uh, for the teen court organization. This is a phenomenal thing to do, and like I said, she's a bright spirit, a, a beautiful young lady, and she, she's led by great leadership here, and like she's we said, a treasure. That's she's a treasure. You, your family did well. Uh, you got her started. She's she's a fully grown and on her own right now, <laughs> so she is in charge. Oh, uh, yeah, and I understand you're responsible for the first name with how many <laughs> syllables? Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, I was, and I, I apologize, and we'll talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wear it proudly. Yeah, God bless. <laughs> Elaine, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you uh, oh former boy. city council member. Yeah. Something I learned on your your bio is you're a writer also. I didn't know that. So how about, writer, you, about your history? Writer, uh, speaker, um, youth advocate. And so, you know, my story is that I started out as a, a really as a teacher in New York City, moved to Rochester, um, got a first a master's, a couple of master's, Ph.D., and then went to law school at, at 43. Um, and was practicing law at Nixon Peabody one day when uh, Walter Cooper, leaving my you know Walter Cooper icon, called me and said, he actually said anybody can practice law, which is not exactly true, but he said there are very few people that can do what we need to have done now at the center. Mm. Tiny organization. Right. And I said what I said to my husband, I'll give you three to five years, we'll see how it goes. Um, I've been married 50 years, yeah. uh, true story, 50 years, and I've been at the center over 20 years. and. Part of the reason we remain so determined is that every day there's a new challenge, and mm -hmm. they're big, they're big, big challenges. We're not um, afraid to walk. I always say that uh, staff like Tyshawn and I, we walk into the fire. We're not walking away. Right, we're right. adding shelters. We're yeah. adding work. Now we're going to talk to you about teen court and the kind of work we're doing. So for me, it's kind of an out-of-the-box. If you think about my training, I have a Ph.D. in literature, and I was a writer, and then a law degree, and here I am leading um, one of the, the largest youth organizations in the community and very diverse. We're getting ready for Fashion Week. We do that to raise money. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll get into that for sure today. For sure, your, a, your own Amy is, a, is, is, is on. And then away, but I did. Uh, we'll talk. And then the in the uh, fall, we're looking I'll at. Tell I, you did the some, got on your I did runway. some. I did some. I did some casting as I walked in. Is that like, Corey? Maybe okay. Tis is good. I'm not sure about you, but you've Thank been you. on the run. <laughs> I figured this out. And uh, but you know, it's all about really trying to raise awareness and dollars for homelessness right. and the kind of work we're doing, the anti-violence work. Yeah. You know, we talk a lot. We'll get deeper into this, but we talk a lot about you know prevention of 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 the next 
crime, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's so important when we grab these kids when they're young, yep. they're, right? Prevention is the number one thing we do. Enforcement's always going to be important. There's always going to be bad right. people in the world. Right. And then recovery. Right. But that prevention, and you guys are doing it, we'll, we'll yeah. get a little deeper. How about a little bit about yourself, just a, uh, uh, besides your great uncle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this guy, um, I actually was introduced to the center way back in high school. Uh, his now wife uh, is actually the mother of my childhood best friend. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we, uh, yeah. yeah, since middle school, um, I've known them, and um, we used to got, get dragged in to come and do uh, teen court. So I've ran all of the positions from uh, juror to clerk to, you know, I've held all the seats. Weren't all and the that, hats that was because your court. uncle was working over at the courthouse? or That, that was because that was, his, his wife, his wife. Okay. was my best friend's go. mom. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so I was always somehow connected, and that's, that's awesome. how I was introduced Small to the world, Center yeah. for Youth. <laughs> right. uh, so I left and went away to college, uh, you know, the... Lincoln University of Pennsylvania. The, the, yes. Yes. You know, it's the first degree granting historically black university. Nice. Very proud. Right outside Very of good. Philadelphia. Yes. Right outside of Philly. And um, I went out there, got a couple degrees, but I always knew Rochester is home. Right. So I came back home. I'm a city girl, bought my first home yeah. in the city. Good. Um, and I came to work with these young people that look like me uh, and come from where I come from. Right. Yeah. Well, That's huge. That is yeah. huge. But the thing, we, we actually talked offline a little bit, uh, Elaine, you, you talked a little bit about things that, that touch us within the community, especially which, you know, have somewhat of an effect for uh, Center yeah. for Youth. Yeah. When you talk about things going on in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, Tashana, you equated that to some of the younger kids that, that work in the stores, that, that, that work at a cash register or whatever they do. Yeah. And they're, they're a part of the program. And it just it seems like that's a huge effect as well. As to knowing that was only 60 miles away, yeah. which could have been Rochester. Well. Yeah. You know, we face so many tragedies. This one seems to have a different intensity, uh, different uh, horror, uh, the live streaming. Uh, there were young people on our staff. Some of their kids were actually watching the live stream before the parents got to them and, and got it turned off. I, I, I didn't watch it, even if I was able to, I wouldn't have. It's right. a little hard for me. But I really do think that this has got a different kind of, because going to the grocery store as a family is a normalcy thing. Uh, the sheriff and I just talked about that, that a lot of elders were killed, uh, wise elders, um, gentle, kind, compassionate yeah. people. You yeah. know, we have to practice radical compassion. We do. We have to be radically compassionate. And we are at the center. But there are some times you just want to be close to those uh, your family and your chosen family. Sometimes people don't have family. They have chosen family, particularly young people. At 20s and 30s, they may be away from They have chosen family. Stay close. Stay tight. Um, that's the only way we can overcome these. Um, there's a YouTube by a little boy, and he asked, and I put it in an email to the staff last night. Uh, Todd knows, oh, the sheriff knows me well. <laughs> I, almost called, I almost called him Todd. I did call him Todd. Uh, sorry. Um, with all due respect, uh, well, your honor or whatever. I was your, I was, right, I was your, I was your honor for, I was your honor for 12 years on city council. Nobody calls me your honor anymore. But there's a little YouTube about a little boy, and he says to adults, what do you practice? Because whatever you practice, you get really good at. You practice at piano, you're really good at You practice soccer. If you practice hate, you get really good at hate. Right. And that's what this young man did. If you practice love right. and radical compassion, which is what we do at the center, you get really good at it. So uh, Taishan is an example of someone who's really good at what she does. Um, I'm, I admire my staff every day. I'm kind of an old war horse. Uh, and they make it possible for me to raise money and keep going. But 
we got to practice harder, yeah, Sheriff, be because we've got to be very, very intentional good. because that force is out there practicing hate, and, uh, right. and it's an evilness that we can. The only antidote, the only medicine for that hate is love. Right. So, um, and you guys are practicing it every day in, in your way as well. So we know that we can make a difference. It's just the battle's hard. It's yeah. uphill. Yeah, you can't stop. You can never stop. Uh, and, and that's your, your words are so profound at this time that we're, that we're living in, right? So the only antidote is love. And we can, we can come up with a lot of programs, and we should, and we should do a lot of preventive work. But, you know, if you're not wrapping your arms around a neighbor and, yeah. th and telling them you care about them, yeah. you know, we just can't have enough of that yeah. right now for the healing process, but all the preventive, the preventive side. Right. So let's go back to the, the center. I'm sorry. Yeah. With, no, uh, we're good. If you were, your boss is sitting in front of you, so no, no problem. There's no a pressure. quiz. But no, you're going to no. say that it doesn't <laughs> have to be the We're buddies. I'm buddies with my staff, thank That's God. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. The mission of the center. So what do you guys do? If people are watching this for the first time, what do you guys center, do for a living? Elaine always says that you know we, we have a small. All we need is a fire truck, and we have a, a small city. Right. Uh, we 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 touch everything. Uh, no, get them fire truck. Yeah, we need the fire truck. Yeah. Elaine has no shame asking. Uh, I, I might ask for one. Anyone's <laughs> <laughs> not using theirs. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, most of my years with uh, the, I, I always joke in my introduction that I've been here all of my adult life. They won't let me leave. Elaine has literally told me you can't leave. Yeah. Don't even. Uh, <laughs> Don't think about it, Mike. Uh, they got me a fre fresh out of out of college, right. so um, I've been here all of my adult life, and uh, most of that time early on was in school based. Um, so I've ran help zones. I've done prevention education. I've been in classroom doing workshops and and uh, you know crisis intervention and things of the sort. So a lot of the young people that I'm seeing coming through now, unfortunately, in teen court are former students of mine. Mm. Um, so it's kind of a full circle moment, but with teen court, it is a second chance. Right. So after a successful completion of teen court, a young person is allotted a, a ACD, and if you know if you yeah. go through go through the works of teen court, then you get that, that that promise of an ACD, and in six months, you know it's wiped off of your record. Right. So it's a bit of a second chance to not have that asterisk by yeah, your name. Yeah, absolutely. You got a record, quote right. unquote. If you can get yeah. rid of it while you're young and did something silly, uh, yeah. that's a good opportunity for everybody. So. Who's eligible for teen court? So uh, who's coming in the teen court? Who are, who are you guys mentoring? Who are you guiding through the system? So we've had to broaden our age a bit. We take uh, young folks 16 up until their 21st birthday. Yeah, okay. We've had a couple 21-year-olds slide in slide there, in, yeah. uh, former students especially, that I can promise the judge, like, I know them. Please just give me a chance. But, yeah, so there, there's a, a, a bit of elbow grease we have to put in uh, before we can actually get a – a kid enrolled in t with teen court, so mm -hmm. we have to make that case to the judge, the the DA, their their public defender, the young person, and their family because it is a voluntary program. It's quite a commitment for all those entities to get together and say it, yes. Yes, so <laughs> thankfully I, I have a great staff person that works with me, and we're over in part one. Uh, we we inch into part five yeah. as often wow. as possible. Yeah, um, that's pretty bold. And you know, <laughs> talking about different levels of city court, folks that don't know what that is, and you know, for the oh, yeah. arraignment process yeah, and. We're over in arraignments every morning. Um, yeah, snagging kids, right? And saying, Look, we screen all of the dockets every morning yeah. uh, to see if any anyone. Uh, we, we take violations and misdemeanors, right. uh, but like I said, part five felony arraignments. Um, if there are any low-level felonies that could possibly, maybe, hopefully, get lessened down to a misdemeanor. Right. You know, we've already made that contact and that introduction with that young person and their families, mm -hmm. so that 
just in case it gets right. lowered down to a misdemeanor and they technically qualify for teen court. We've already made that connection, and if they don't, because unfortunately a lot of the young people who are going through felony court are for gun charges right. and mm-hmm. possession, and you know, so we we know the the it's a long shot to get any of those reduced low right. enough to be uh, to qualify. But we didn't then also get to introduce them to the world of right. the Center for Youth and all of our other services. All the options you have outside the court system, you know, and, and folks that know me, I'm not soft on crime by any means. But <laughs> it, with that being said, you know there's a carrot and a stick here that you guys are taking awesome advantage of, right? So you can have this record because you did something silly as we all did when we were young, right? Yeah. Uh, or I can get you through the system. It's a holistic, comprehensive system. And our whole goal is, is don't come back to court. Don't exactly. come back to the jail. I, I beg my staff all the time. I said, yeah. we don't want them back. You right. Know, first time, jail, last time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. First time, so that's our whole goal. I want yeah. people to understand yeah. that. Our goal is not yeah. to be soft on yeah. anybody. Our yeah. goal is to get them corrections so they can For move sure. on as productive citizens yeah. and enjoy life, enjoy the freedoms and yeah. enjoy our Well, you know, it's a sentencing court. So I think one of the things we like to focus on is that young people voluntarily have to accept their their um, their their guilt. They have to. It's a sentencing court. So we're not going to have young uh, teen attorneys decide the fate. They're going to mm-hmm. say yes, and so then we take the consequences wow. and how we get them through a system. Our recidivism rate is so much lower than a traditional court system because you, as Frank Geraci, who was one of the founders, said you slow the system down and yeah. you try to find out why this happened, right. what happened, and if you can determine why, whether it's a homelessness or some other kind of domestic abuse or other things going on, then you can really begin to do some of the wonderful prevention work. Maybe you need to be in a shelter. Now, the Center for Youth, uh, as of today, May 2022, we are the only agency in town delivering homeless shelter opportunities for young people. Everybody else has walked away. I get it. It's hard work. Mm. We have no partners not Salvation Army, not Hillside, we, Mercy, they've all closed their shelters. So we find ourselves in a really unique, wonderful position because we can really make an impact and a scary position because we stand alone. We'd rather have partners. We have all of you as partners. We have a lot of wonderful partners. We stand alone. We don't want that. But we have in teen court the ability to find out what happened. We had a story once of a young woman who was involved with an assault on a bus. She assaulted another young woman while on a bus. This young woman had been bullying her for months. She's new to a school. Happened to be at Wilson, sorry. Uh, But anyway, uh, and she she ended up, her mother was on the bus with her. And this one, you know how it just, the one last comment, one last thing. Oh, yeah. And we found out that, in fact, the treatment of this young woman over months as a new student in a school had never really been dealt with. Mm-hmm. And when we found that out, the sentences that the youth jurors put were not as strict. She had to face the fact that she did something wrong. She admitted her guilt. But you turn around, she never had another issue, never had another problem. So, you know, these are the kinds of things that sometimes they're just little things. Tashana and her assistant, Christy, are going to find that out. They're going to make a difference. You can repair harm. You can build community through restorative work. We're not punishing kids, but we're also not letting them get away. Because right. it doesn't make sense. There's got to be consequences. Got to be a consequence. The why is so important. The why is so important. And, and that's where an adult system just doesn't have the time. Right. right? Um, the DA's office, PDs, uh, our colleagues, our judges are so wonderful to us because we're in this together. 
and uh, but they're appreciative. And you guys are great. And uh, oh. this guy's been in the in, <laughs> in the Hall of Justice with us for years. For years. For, for years. years. For years. I was going to ask you too. Out. I've got a long history with Team Court. We've seen a lot of successful guys coming out of Team Court. Uh, Aaron Frazier. Uh, <laughs> Malik you know, Evans. You keep going. Yeah, Malik guys Evans, are, are aspiring to be judges. I, mean, I that, know. This, this our is, first teen attorney. Yeah. Our yeah. first teen attorney, uh, Malik Evans. And uh, we, we're, right. we're reminding him of that Mayor. daily. Right. He's got a lot of American recovery money where we run out. Like, <laughs> and I, and I, as you know, as a former colleague of you mine, are I'm not shy. I'm not shy. A former colleague on city council. He gets it. He sees. And... Um, you know, we're even we're worried about our rec centers this summer. Right. We're worried about what's happening. It's not even summer yet. You have six shootings on Mother's right. Day. You guys yeah. are aware of that. Um, we have so many uh, uh, crimes and other issues that you don't even read about because no one died, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got to do everything we can. Uh, I, I look at someone uh, like your niece, my colleague, right. um, who has taken this on in a way. Um, there's other ways to like make a lot more money. I'm not apologizing. Not sure. But it's not these in a nonprofit world, is it? There's right. These are people who are deeply dedicated, <laughs> and we need you guys by our sides, and, and I know you are. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, oh, most definitely. But what I want to get across to everyone out there is like, you guys, you have a hard job just like we do, and you're mm -hmm. dealing with a young mind, and we all know how the yep. young mind just yep. keeps cultivating, keeps turning, keeps yep. getting this way or that way. But all the years that you put in, what what do you enjoy most about your role in the center for you? And also, I want to find out what do you enjoy about Teen Court? Well, for me, I, I don't have as much direct contact with young people, although every once in a while I go to our new site. We call it 797 Bridge to Peace. Mm -hmm. The sheriff visited us. Mm -hmm. He's going to come in jeans next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, came, he came all jacked up like, what? We did great. We did a great job. And we came back, we came back more than once, and we're back again, oh, yeah. so it was, it was yeah. awesome. But for me, I don't have as much direct service, but every once in a while I, I do, and a young person who will tell me, um, I am a different person because you gave me a chance. That's what I want. I had a young man say to me, I said to me, we're working on a film together. And I said, I just can't wait to see you tomorrow. And he said, Miss Elaine, no one has ever said that to me wow. in my life. These are heavy, heavy conversations. Right. And Tashana knows we may be the only person that day who says something kind, meaningful, authentic, and oh. caring. And when we ask a young person, how are you doing? We mean it. Right. Not like other people who really want to just keep moving, right? So for me, but I also have an amazing staff. I am surrounded by the most remarkable human beings. So, you know, I'm, 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 uh, I'm in my seventh decade. I'm 73 years old. I should really be lying on a beach somewhere. I have no interest in doing that. And uh, you're supposed to say, oh, my gosh, you look so great. Did you want to say that right? I was going anyway, to comment you, on the say, tan. Uh, the tan. No, yeah, yeah. The tan yeah, is, yeah, the tan is good. The tan is good. No, 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 in the back, backyard with grandchildren. Come on. Uh, but, you know, we are determined. We have a mission at the Center for Youth that is really clear to us. That's to reduce barriers, to lift up our young people, to deal with racial inequities, um, social justice. Social justice is our theme, and we know what we have to do every day. And so for me, that has really been the work with young people, of course, but for me, it's the staff yep, that really is important to me. Me what also, too, though. Yeah. Me, too. You got to love your team. You got to love your team, oh, right? I know. Yeah. Surely, it's a blessing. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very firm believer in it. It takes a village. Mm -hmm. um, and I just I appreciate that I've been 
granted the privilege and the grace to be such a, a pillar in my young age uh, to, you know, become, you know, a part of so many young people's villages, right. you know, from all the schools that I've been in to now doubling back and seeing some of those young people uh, in the, the, the court side. We have a few former defendants who are now coming back to be trained as teen attorneys. Perfect. And I'm like, you know, what a full circle yeah, moment that is. That's going to be such a great feeling. Seeing the, the them take advantage of yeah. that second chance has to be the most rewarding right. part of all. Elaine knows that they're great. Oh but, God. you know, it, unfortunately, as you rise through the ranks, that direct service just, it gets you get further and further yeah, away from yeah. the young people, the, the reason that you started. So... You know, I could just you know sit on my bench and <laughs> fill out paperwork all day, but I'm 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 still boots on the ground. I'm I'm still front line. I have to. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that too. As somebody being an alum of Teen Court, you know, how do you feel that that helps fit into the program when you bring back people that have been through it? So you know that, like I said, that young mind is cultivating, is twisting and turning. But now you got that alum that, that went through Teen Court. Mm-hmm. got out of teen court mm-hmm. and went on to do great things mm-hmm. and, and, and actually come back and add to the program. We mm-hmm. see it all the time. Even the mayor was talking about it when I on, when he was on her show. Right. Yeah. I heard, I heard. I, I took a listen did to you? that, to did that episode. <laughs> you, you did as well. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I, I think I, I got a, a bit of that firsthand knowledge, you know, and being that I, I've held so many different positions within the center, I know folks in different areas and different branches, and I can like, hey, you know, you guys got any beds over there tonight? I can call directly instead of going through the whole triage process. And, you know, I can bridge those connections. And then we have 797, our bridge to peace. Mm -hmm. It's just we're ramping up, and that is completely ran. You've met them, completely ran by young people. Young people. That that youth voice is everything. They literally dictate my day. I say I have the easiest job in the world. They tell you, me what they need and we get it done. Oh, you need that job description right there, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're going to make that happen. Yeah. You know, the other thing that we're very aware of is that our kids uh, want and need jobs, and we have huge effort going on with our Learn to Earn programs. I mention that because that's a form of economic justice. Uh, many of our young people really are um, bringing home resources to their families. Uh, we pay our kids 15 bucks an hour. No one makes less than 15. It, we wish we could pay them more, but they're young and they're learning. And they are some of them supporting not just themselves, but their families. So we have got to open the doors of employment. Some of our young people have not had experiences seeing family members working, and they just don't know the structure. And, you know, sometimes they're late or sometimes they're not dressed. we got to help them. We have to buy them clothes. We get them set. We give them training. You make sure they know what they're saying. You know, You make sure you know. If it's not going well, we can make an intervention with the employers. Like, you know what? Yeah. This is a kid that you said was going to be a, a, a hostess, and you got him in the kitchen washing dishes. That's not what we signed up for. We will move that kid right out. We're not messing. We're not grateful for a job that is not the job you said. And honestly, some of the jobs are not what people say they are when you finally get there, particularly a young person of color, they assume. We're not going to play. We're going to take them right out and put them somewhere else. So. Um, the, the workforce initiatives, the job part of our work, is really important. A young person coming out of teen court who has had some challenges, the thing you can do is believe in them and put them in a place where they can begin to have some self-respect, have some change in their pocket, buy a car. You know, when one of our youth workers bought a car, he came running over to me and said, 
I bought a car, and mm. there's a, a, a young man in his t early 20s. That was a big deal. Right. And so you have to understand that for many right. families, the kinds of things that parents and guardians and others do, our kids may not have. We have to be those supports when the natural supports are not there. We have to be those people. You can't assume. If my son, I'm a city person, if my son's doing something in the city, someone's going to probably prick pick him up and bring him home to me. That's not true of our young men of color. Talk that about, is not true. Talk about it. One of the things I was very surprised about is the number of homeless youth that we have. <sighs> you know, on any given night, and that's our problem because we are the only game in town, right. and it's really a problem. We have right now not one place, emergency place, for a young mother and a child, not one place for them to go. Everybody closed. Um, what do you do? You stay in an unsafe place, which is not okay. Our crisis nursery, which is two of them now, we can still can't keep everybody served. Uh, you can bring a baby in a crisis. Your daycare, your grandma's your daycare provider. She's sick. Your your significant other is your provider, and he turns out to be not a good guy. You are going to lose a job. You can't finish school. The crisis nursery, and you know nobody pays anything at right. the center. Everything right. is free. Yeah. Everything is free. Everything is voluntary. So it's a unique model. But yeah. uh, natural supports aren't there for our kids. They don't come the way, you know, um, I have a grandchild in, in, in the Brighton School District, and I went and was a mystery reader. You know, that school is spotless. Not saying our city schools are, are, aren't, but there's a different energy. And uh, we got to give our best every single day for our kids, every single day. Well, one thing I wanted to add as well is that you have a fundraiser coming up. Oh, no. Which is huge. This you know, weekend. Oh, no. yeah. this, this weekend. weekend. Yes, I know. This yeah, just talk a little bit this about world class fundraiser. Right well, well, oh, yeah. So, you know, Fashion Week of Rochester, which has been 12 years now, in 2019, we raised a million dollars. I know that sounds crazy. Everybody loves Fashion Week, and it's okay to look good and do good. By the way, we don't have to be. We don't have to be. We don't have to be ashamed of. Oh, look at you, you know, we don't have to wait. We do not have to be ashamed of looking good and doing good. Uh, the sheriff walked the runway for us one year. Um, and one you year. I wasn't invited back. Well, you will. You, you're going to be invited back in the fall. We I did do push-ups at the end of the runway, if you recall. Well, we remember that. We're going to wait and see if you can do even more this time. But, but you know, we want. Um, we want the community to know that you know we raise funds. Fashion Week of Rochester, Thursday and Friday of this week. Um, at the public market. Such I was there this morning with, with a young man who is part of a team of, of folks called Swankos. And Swankos are dancers and singers and, and designers. So they're going to walk the runway, dance the runway. He's giving an interview with me on one of the TV stations. And he says, and I spent some time at in the Center Youth Homeless Shelter. I'm like, I didn't even wow. know. So, you know, the footprint is pretty wide and deep. We're going to raise uh, about $100,000 in a couple days, oh, wow. uh, over two days. So uh, people are going to... Yeah. People are going to step up and help us. We already have completely sold out. Walking spots sold. Car spots sold. So let's plug it. How, do, how can people help? They might be watching the show. They can't. Well, they can't that. come because we're sold out. <laughs> uh, uh. But you certainly can send a check uh, for the next time or just for whatever you think is important. Send it for youth, 905 Monroe Avenue, or give me a call, 473-2464. But more than that, uh, you know, it makes a difference. Sometimes someone will come over with three packages of diapers. Right. Diapers oh, yeah. are expensive, tangible right? Things, right? Tangible things. Yeah. Um, but also the big show is going to be in the Dome in the fall. So these are two shows, summer shows, kind of fun. Yeah, the one in the, the Dome rocks. It, the it's the Dome is big. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah we, it we really love it. It's not a city venue, but it's, it's, a, it's a perfect venue. 
uh, for a large crowd, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the whole atmosphere in there was it was great with the lighting, and I thought it was a good change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how can we help you guys? Well, I think more than anything else is building that bridge. You know, mm -hmm. building that bridge between law enforcement mm -hmm. and our youth, especially youth that might be having some trouble, mm -hmm. right? That that we are not the enemy, and mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and uh, we're a bunch of individuals, we're humans mm -hmm. inside this body. But the empathy and compassion, as I'm sure mm -hmm. you see in a courtroom every day, those those deputies that work family court. Yeah. We're just talking today about, don't tell anybody I said this, about <laughs> possibly getting a dog in family court, like a therapy dog, yeah, so the deputy yeah, can be that yeah. approachable person when yeah. someone's going through hell yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, at a divorce court or something yeah. like that. So no. we're always looking for that, but anything you can do for us, bringing me in in a pair of blue jeans, like I said. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes <laughs> you. Yeah. But anything Leave we the gun, do, take the cannolis. We, we are one yeah. community in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we are one community, and anything we can do yeah. uh, to build that bridge, yeah. that's that's what we ask for. You yeah. know, just keep yeah. on pushing those kids our way and keep on making it, like we said earlier, Earlier, intentional. We got to create intentional environments yeah. Yeah. where we sit down and laugh at each other by the time we leave. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Familiar with the Miranda rights? You have the right to remain silent. Yes. Well, on this uh, podcast, it's a no Miranda zone. I'm the sheriff, and you have to answer my questions. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anything you say, we, we will use do, against do, you. Do we have time <laughs> for that. Maybe, maybe the time is up. Is the time up? <laughs> no. It's okay. 29 minutes and 30 seconds. Okay, go. Tis, you're up. Yes. Now you can. Oh, look, okay. she's ready to go. I'm ready. It's like, I'm ready. It's like Jeopardy. I got you. Here we go, Lane. This is for you. Okay. Favorite TV show of all time. Oh my goodness! I love Jeopardy. Is that <gasps> is that not interesting? Is that okay? Yeah, I love Jeopardy. No, it's very interesting. I don't get to watch it, but I love it. Yeah. Tyshawn, favorite TV show of all time? Oh, I'm a sucker for a good documentary. Oh really? I, yeah. <laughs> I get sucked in yeah. quick. Click it. I don't watch TV often. I just let the Google play right. music and background yeah, yeah. noise. But yeah. I, I'll get sucked into a documentary quick about the most mm. random thing. Really? Just got to watch <laughs> it go. all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> favorite meal. What do you, what, what's your favorite meal? Um, I mean, I, Tiz would hate it. Uh-oh. Who doesn't love pizza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feed, I feed my young people in pizza often, yeah. so you got you to gotta love pizza. Well, I'm an Italian, and I am really all I'm about uh, nice some nice Sunday sauce. A bolognese yeah. would be good. i throw a couple of meatballs in, uh, maybe a sausage. I'm good. I like that. How about yeah. that ragu? You like that stuff? No. Not so much. Not so much. I'm going to start from scratch. I'm going to start from scratch. Got to start from scratch. Very personal. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Very personal. Yeah. Name one adventure you haven't taken yet. Oh, my goodness. You know, I don't travel much anymore, but I, I really, I, I thought, I mean, I'm getting older and I'm busy and I got grandkids and uh, I thought I would go to Australia someday. Mm. I might cool. still. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah that's okay. Does that sound like an adventure? Taking this Miranda thing a little too far. You can afford it. Yes, okay. Unlike Elaine, um, I, I don't suntan in, in the backyard. I get to a beach as often as possible. <laughs> I strategically plan my yeah. calendar just, just so. Just to get there. Um, adventure I haven't taken yet. I I pride myself that I don't have a bucket list. Yeah. Really? I, I, just I do don't. It. I just do. do it oh, yeah. So I, I enjoy asking other people what's on their bucket list and trying to help yeah. them knock check it, that off theirs. Off. Yeah. I'm not happy at seeing the, the folks around me happy, so I try to help other people around me check off their bucket list. That's awesome. That's a good way to go. So last Miranda's, no Miranda's own question. Okay. What's the funniest thing your uncle ever did? Oh, yes. Okay. So I have a dent on my forehead. <laughs> no. Is no, that true? If I make a certain <laughs> face, I have a dent. On my forehead that somewhere because he dropped me when I was. That is true. Oh that my is. gosh! <laughs> that didn't show up on his background. Wow. She has not. Oh. Like, no one interviewed me Uncle when he was going through the academy. 
she, she has not forgotten. I have right. She has not forgotten. Oh it, it builds character. At some <laughs> point. <laughs> so that was the last time he babysat you. Probably. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Probably. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. our family's extremely close, so oh, his his boys are definitely more so my, my brothers than they are cousins. We all literally grow, grew up in the house. I I see, aside from work, yeah. I, we see each other multiple yeah. times a week. Uh, yeah. Our family's extremely close, so we... My grandfather's gonna call. His father's gonna call as soon as we leave. Oh, out really? Of here to oh, yeah. Understand. See how to go. Yeah. Oh, See how to go. How does your show go? That's uh, well, I hope he approves. And uh, <laughs> with that, folks, we're gonna wrap up the show. So great having you, Thank sharing you about the youth so and, and what we can do to build those bridges, right. the center, what you guys are doing, right, yeah. youth court, dean court. I mean, it's all one family and one team, and we're just trying to help out in our sphere of influence. And you guys are wonderful at what you do. Yeah. God Thank bless. you, guys. Thank, oh, yeah. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you. It's a lot. Thank you for listening to this episode of MCSO Behind the Badge. In between episodes, please be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Monroe Sheriff NY. Until next week, be safe.